Before we begin our episode, we'd like to remind our listeners that due to the ongoing SAG-AFTRA strike, we will not be covering struck content. This includes upcoming and previous Star Wars content. While it is not required of podcasters to do this, Savvy and I stand in solidarity with actors and will not be reviewing or discussing any content outside of books and comics. So hello, welcome to Stardust Records. Savvy and I today would like to talk more about some books. We've been talking a lot about books because of the strikes, as I mentioned. And so we would like to give you guys some book recommendations. These are all books that we have read and would like to kind of give a little bit of a synopsis for um, and just sort of recommend them to you. So, um, Savi, would you like to have, did you read this first one? I can't remember. No, I started with phase one while you started with phase two. (laughs) Oh, yes. Yeah. So I haven't read any of phase one yet. So um, but we're going to go through this recommendation list chronologically in terms of like Star Wars uh, eras. And so the first one is Path of Deceit. It is the first book in phase two of um, The High Republic. And so phase one was written first. Phase two is written, obviously, second, but it comes first chronologically. So Path of Deceit was written by Tessa Groton and Justina Ireland. Um, I am going to recommend this as a good place to start in the High Republic. I know that that seems weird because I haven't even read phase one yet, but I think that it really sets up the tone of the High Republic as a whole. There are some things in Path of Deceit that you'll recognize as distinctly Star Wars, and I feel like the writing is distinctly Star Wars, even if there are phrases and planets and um, titles that you may not recognize straight away, it very much feels like a more ancient version of what we know. And so I'm definitely, I definitely recommend this as a place to start if you wanna get into the High Republic. It's a very encapsulated story. So it doesn't go really far out into the galaxy, kind of keeps itself um, in kind of one world and but you become very intimately acquainted with the characters and you come to really care about them. And I think that that's a really good place to start when it comes to a new era of Star Wars because the High Republic was kind of a, I don't want to say it was an experiment, but it definitely was different than what we have um, sort of experienced. I know some people are familiar with the Old Republic and some of the content that we had before Disney took over. And so some people might be kind of familiar with going further back into Star Wars, but some people aren't, especially like newer generations. And so I think this was a really good place, as I said before, to start if you want to get into the High Republic. Um, Beautifully written, very emotionally impactful. And yeah, so if you're looking for a good High Republic book to start with, I would highly recommend Path of Deceit. And Savi, would you like to speak on our next book? Yeah. So we're going kind of in chronological order in era. So we started with the High Republic first, and now we're kind of easing into the Clone Wars. But I wanted to recommend Dark Disciple by Christy Golden. This book is, I'd say it's pretty romance heavy. I don't know if you would say the same, but it's between 
Quinlan Vos and um, Asajj Ventress, and it was supposed to be a Clone Wars arc, but it was taken out. There's even pre-animated clips that are used in the book that were going to be used in the show, and I do still to this day wish that it was used in the show. I think it would be a really cool arc, especially to see Dathomir and I won't spoil it because we are recommending it, but I highly I highly recommend this book, especially if you are a Calmarin shipper. It's a Night Sister and a Jedi, and their dynamic is really cool. Before we go into the romance in the book, it kind of builds their relationship. Quinlan, you know, goes on a couple of missions with Asajj. They rescue some kids. There's some familiar planets they go to, some familiar uh other characters like obi-wan i know he's in it i know that it's pretty angst heavy too so if you're into that i recommend it but i don't want to spoil too much about it if anything at all so we can move on to the next one which i know you read but i didn't yes and that is catalyst by oh my gosh let me get the name uh james luceno uh, this is a pre-Rogue One novel. So this follows Krennic, Director Krennic, um, and Galen and Lyra Urso, and how they became entangled in Krennic's plot to build the Death Star. So that's basically, that's to sum up the book, that is what it is. And you kind of figure out how Galen and Lyra and Jin end up on the planet you see them on. At the beginning of Rogue One and so it's a really good book to read if you love Rogue One first off first off and if you are interested in the construction of the Death Star the evolution of how it got to where it was how far back it was um like how much thought was put into it so you get the Clone Wars in this book from a different perspective than you've seen in pretty much any other version of media you get a very bureaucratic version of the clone wars um and not not to say it's boring <laughs> like it is very interesting um so yeah catalyst is a really good book it's really different but in the best way i would say and you get a little peek into the urso's life before everything went wrong <laughs> and so yeah so i highly recommend catalyst as a sort of uh, bridge from the Clone Wars into the new uh, going towards the Rebellion era. I think that's a really good good um, bridge book. So yes. Um, and so and then our next book, speaking of the Rebellion, is A New Dawn. And so A New Dawn is by John Jackson Miller. And this was one of my first Star Wars novels in the new canon era, I guess you could say. I'd read a lot that were pre-canon uh, pre or pre-Disney. And um, this was one of the first ones that I really committed to. And I have to say, this is really, really fun. This book is awesome. So it follows uh, Kanan Jarrus and uh, Harris and Dula and how they meet and their first sort of adventure together. So if you love Rebels, this is an excellent book. If you love Rebellion era content, um, it does have a very classic Star Wars feel to it 
in terms of like older novels. So if you've read some older novels uh, that probably I would say, um, what's the best way to compare it to? Some of the like Han, Leia, Luke adventures, I'd say that this kind of has that more, that classic feel to it. So if you really like that, you're, you'll love this. Um, I think the villain was amazing. There's obviously there's a villain in this book. The villain was amazing. Um, the pacing was awesome. The action was so fun to read, um, but it definitely is more of a mature, it does have more mature tones to it because and I feel like most books do because um, they can kind of translate that better, but it does have like more of a mature tone in my personal opinion. And so if it's definitely not a kid's book, I have to say, because when you look at Rebels, you think of the animated show and that does have more mature themes too, but definitely um yes definitely a more mature book and I I loved it it was awesome so definitely one to check out if you love rebels if you love the rebellion or if you're just looking for something new the next book that we are recommending is also in the rogue one era rebellion era but it's the rogue one novelization by alexander freed and it's one of my favorite star wars books because it's pretty and a pretty in-depth point of view from the film so it's got like the character's thoughts and feelings during the situations that happen on screen so we kind of hear about what each character is thinking before pretty notable points in the movie and there's a bit more background of the characters and there's different situations so like I know on Jetta, there's a stormtrooper POV when the when the Death Star blast goes off and and also the young girl that Jin rescues there's also another POV from from there's also a scene from her point of view and Scarif is such a beautiful scene to see written I think like I you know hearing their thoughts before they're about to die is just a crazy way to you know, hone in on those specific characters. But I really like Alexander Freed's style of writing, and I hope that he writes more Star Wars books because I think that this one kind of takes the cake for me on this list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to chime in on that one, I was emotionally destroyed. This book will mm-hmm. emotionally destroy you. If if you were affected by Rogue One as a movie, this book will just, like, pour, like, salt in the wounds, but in the best way. So you should definitely mm-hmm. read it. <laughs> Yeah. If you're looking for a good emotional um emotional book it definitely checks off all the boxes there um and so then our last book we're going to recommend for now is lost stars by claudia gray and this one i think this was the first star wars book in the new canon disney era that i read and i want to say it's one of the first that was written for the new canon era i believe because i think this was written before force awakens i believe i i think you're thinking of the force awakens because of the battle of jakku oh yes mm-hmm. okay yeah so the, i think so, mm-hmm, so it must have been must have been released around the time of after force awakens probably yeah. like closely linked to it which i think is awesome that we like got a book that was so closely linked to the new era of star wars um yes so 
Um, Lost Stars follows a pair of friends who become more than friends eventually. And one ends up, they end up on opposite sides of the conflict of the, the galactic civil war. Um, and I think this was a really cool way to introduce us from like, or to transfer us from the original trilogy into the new era and um and pull like because we had gotten rebels at, at this point and rebels i think might have been still going on at this point so people were were definitely being um exposed to more of this rebellion content and so it was cool to see a novel written that kind of bridged all that so um lost stars is definitely a romance novel and it is amazing uh it was really cool to see all these specific classic star wars uh moments written about from the perspective of two different people who just wanted to be together but circumstances were pulling apart differences of opinions were pulling them apart and i think it was a really cool perspective um to get and so do you have anything more to say about lost stars because we've we've loved this book <laughs> This was my introduction into Star Wars novels. I had never read a Star Wars book before, and I feel like it, it's daunting being over 600 pages, but I think that it was well worth the read. And I'm not going to say it was an easy read in the aspect where it was like easy sentence structure or like things like that, but it was so... uh captivating like the characters were just so interesting and I feel like we haven't really seen anything like it before and it follows the original trilogy all the way up until the battle of Jakku and I thought that it was really cool to compare or like know what's going on in each aspect of the book it, it was really fun it, it was like doing a rewatch of the originals without really watching them but uh, the romance was really good, and it has, like, I don't want to say spicy scenes, but it has fade to black scenes, which I think were also really fun and exciting, especially for, like, a girl just wanting to read about romance and stuff. But yeah, it, it was it was cool if you're if you're into, like, rebellion era romance and, you know, I, best friends or, like, childhood best friends to lovers. That's also, I feel like, a pretty pretty solidly done trope in this book so yeah I, I definitely recommend it yeah. and the manga is good too yes yes it has a manga adaption which like like somebody just said is awesome and I think it even has I don't want to say it has things that aren't aren't in the book but I think it it um shows I want to say yeah I think there's a couple scenes in the manga that aren't gone into quite as in-depth in the book and visually I guess you could say which mm -hmm. I thought that was pretty cool it's a good gateway Star Wars book like if you've read the original trilogy you can jump into this book and know what's going on mostly so you or if you read or if you've watched all of Star Wars like you'll know so I think that um Lost Stars is a really good sort of gateway novel into mm -hmm. the wider realm of Star Wars uh literature yeah so um 
So that concludes our like short list of Star Wars books that we're recommending. Obviously, we haven't read them all yet, and we're hoping mm. to. We're hoping to to broaden our horizons, specifically um, through the higher public. Uh, I'm finishing phase two. Savi's uh, reading phase one, and we're gonna kind of hopefully cross over into phase three soon and see what that's all about. But um, yeah, so that's our that's our recommendations. I do want to add on really quickly that um, there are supplemental, I guess you could say, Star Wars literature. So there's guides, there's like visual guides, there's, which are, you know, from (laughs) our world's perspective, right, into it. But then there's some like Star Wars perspective guidebooks that like act as if you're in the universe and it's this guidebook for for a person who lives in the star wars universe which i think is really fun too um so one of my favorites are like the rebel files uh all of the chronicle books handbooks i guess you could say so like there's the jedi path rebel files like i said i think the bounty hunter code uh the imperial handbook those are super fun even if you just go to Barnes and Noble or the library and you flip through it. Like they're really, they're really fun. And then there's the, um, how not to get eaten by Ewoks and other galactic survival skills. It's a long title and it's a little book, but it's, it's one of those books where if you're like a nerd like us, you would put it on your coffee table so that someone will pick it up and read it and have a laugh. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's, that's another good one. And then I guess you could say the Rogue One visual guide is Mm -hmm. really, really interesting too uh there's so much there's so much <laughs> but those are just my little bonus recommendations if you're if you're interested and like I said you could just go to the library or go to Barnes and Noble and flip through it for a couple minutes and and uh yeah yeah I was talking about the Rogue One visual guide with uh Andrew and Don from For the Republic pod and I was thinking about how it has the few pages with uh, the the Pathfinders and different like blurbs of their personality, and I don't think that I've ever seen a visual guide like go that into depth with such. I don't want to say background characters, but like minor characters. Like we learned that the one is hard of hearing, and and like we learned their each of their roles in the Battle of Scarif, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. That's that's the main reason I love it is because of how in depth it goes. For those, especially for those reasons, I love we love the Pathfinders. <laughs> uh, another one that I'm actually just looking at at my bookshelf is that if you like uh, Galaxy's Edge, the I was flipping through it the other day, but uh, it has all of the concept art from when they were designing the park or like that part of the park and the ideas that they had were so crazy cute and cool and wholesome. Like, uh, Oga's Cantina, the bartender, was originally supposed to be, like, an alien creature in this glass encasing. So it was, like, when you go, you were, like, looking at the alien bartender. And uh, another one was... MJ told this about us on... uh, at our on our previous episode but uh Anakin and Thrawn's like blaster marks are on the wall and I'm pretty confident that is uh talked about in the concept art book that's so cool Mm -hmm. it they really put 
so much thought into it and i love that instead of patrons like regular disney patrons they put like batu and locals and aliens i thought that that was super cute Yeah, <laughs> i love it yeah. I'm i excited hope to I'm excited to to go and and yeah I need to remember to look for the blaster mark specifically. Like I keep trying to remind myself about that. Mm -hmm. yeah we're going together in october i keep forgetting I know. I'm so <laughs> excited. me too so any other books well <laughs> what are you currently reading if you are reading oh, okay. So I am, I just finished Cataclysm and I'm going to be starting Path of Vengeance, which is the last book in phase two of the High Republic. So I'm, I'm in my, my reading says I'm 4% in, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so. That's the one I'm reading um, in Star Wars. Star Are you Wars. are you reading anything outside of Star Wars? Um, I'm I just finished the Song of Achilles. Mm -hmm. So I guess you could say like that was my last book. I finished that this earlier this last week, I think. Um, I stayed up till like crazy early in the morning while I was camping. I couldn't sleep. It was too windy. And I was like, OK, and I like finished the whole book. <laughs> It's so But good. yes, It's definitely it was one so of those good. <clears throat> it's definitely one of those read overnight books. Yeah, I was so uncomfortable. I was like laying on the on the hard packed earth and I'm just like, this is the only thing that's going to make me sleepy. So I finished it and I was like, I conked out dreaming of Achilles and Patroclus. Uh, Is Yeah. that how you say his name? Yeah. Uh, Patroclus. yeah, I, I fell asleep dreaming about them. <laughs> <laughs> um I'm reading path oh, oh my god there's so many path ofs but i'm reading into the dark and i'm halfway through and i really like it, it it's really cute i i've fallen in love with wreath and he's so cute <laughs> he he's uh i described him as the kid that i uh, not a kid i don't think he's a kid but uh he's the type of person where you're in school and you're like oh no I forgot my pencil and he would be like here take mine keep it and then you fall in love with him yeah it's like that type of guy I think and I also really love his master master Jorah I think that she's so cute and she asked Wreath a question and he's like still thinking about it and I feel like the answer is right there And he just can't grasp it. And he's like asking Master Jorah's former Padawan. And he's like, I don't know either. <laughs> so it it's really cute. And then outside of Star Wars, I just started. I'm only one chapter in. Uh, but I just started reading Cersei. Which is so good. It's also by Madeline Miller. But um, it's really good. The writing style is beautiful. And it's also from Cersei's point of view. Like how Song of Achilles was from Patroclus's. point of view and I, I love that Madeline does that I feel like she really her degree is in mythological studies or like Greek mythology so I feel like she is the person to tell these stories so it's really good I, I read Galatea by her I just finished it's a short story and that's cool because instead of making it sweet and romantic it's like it's told from that the the sculptor is actually like a misogynist and Galatea like realizes that so it's 
it's cool. I, I like her. I like her thought process. It, it sounds like it's a more empowering telling of Yeah. the story. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I, and I have to say, I have in the past not been a really big fan of first person um, writing. Mm Uh, I, I sometimes found it hard to get into that. And when I read the song of Achilles, my brain was just like, the writing was so good. It didn't even bug me at all. Like, -hmm. Yeah. It's great. I just haven't read too many from the first person point of view. And it didn't, it didn't, it was so good. <laughs> the writing was like chef's kiss. <laughs> Yeah, I also had the same feelings about first person point of view. I just wasn't the biggest fan. But then uh, I read Madeline Miller's books book and it was the way that Patrick Patroclus speaks is so beautiful. And like his it felt like I was in his brain. I, I liked it a lot. I I feel like I'll only read first person point of view for Madeline Miller though. <laughs> Yeah. she is coming out with a Persephone book. It's been it's been hinted for a while. I remember it's already been like two years since she said it at like a conference or whatever, but uh it took her ten years to write Song of Achilles, so mass uh art takes a long time, so I'm willing to wait. <laughs
at a cosmic love on twitter and at rebel risen on instagram and where can we find you you can find me at andorisms on twitter and instagram we'll see you later Bye-bye. bye bye